Welcome back to the fifth episode of the Conduct Detrimental Podcast. Uh, today we're going to jump back into the NFL's domestic violence policy. This will be our first sort of second episode on the same topic. And uh, instead of Josh Brown, which we covered last time, we're going to talk today about the Ezekiel Elliott case. We had some breaking news come out today uh, reported by our special guest. And uh, so we'll talk with him in a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm joined today by my co-host, Dan Wallach. Dan, how are you? I'm doing well, Dan. Thanks for, uh, we're on episode five, but today we break the glass ceiling. We have our first male uh, special guest. We had Diana <laughs> Moskovitz from Deadspin. We had Julia Marsh from the New York Post. And without further ado, we have a breaking news reporter from USA Today, somebody I've gotten to know very well over the past couple of months, and you might be familiar with him from his work on the Ezekiel Elliott case, the Josh Brown matter, going back last year to Greg Party, uh, Greg Hardy. Uh, warm welcome to my good friend, A.J. Perez from USA Today. How are you, A.J.? I'm doing well, thanks. Yeah, I mean, your, uh, your work recently has been, um, you know, just you, you've been all over the place on some of these stories. Uh, what's going on? I mean, what is, what is the, uh, the latest with, jo- with uh, I said Josh Brown, it was just recently, but what is the latest with Ezekiel Elliott? That kind of, yeah, you're, the Josh Brown kind of leads into uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, a lot of people were, people were wondering this, um, why a case that was apparently over in September when uh, the Columbus prosecutor didn't, 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 didn't charge didn't bring charges against Elliot that well why was this case still open and you know we heard about the confrontation between Jerry Jones and an official from a uh, front office official from the NFL and probably a lot of fans and I see it on Twitter like why are they still I mean they they dropped the charge I mean there, there were no charges nothing to drop they never brought them why is it still happening why is it still still going on so reading through the documents from Columbus and studying them we and editors and Tom Pelissero we 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 looked at. I'm like, well, this there could be something out there. Let's just go ahead and put some uh, open records requests in. And I have a pretty big background on that, going back to Balco um, way back when, almost eight years ago, uh, dealing dealing with that, um, uh, nine years ago. So uh, we uh, put. I just uh, was it last uh, last week. I put in a bunch of requests in to every. We knew he was training around Weston, Florida. So I was like, well, I'm going to hit up every. And there's so many jurisdictions. Um, it's a pretty, uh, well-populated area. So it's a lot of overlapping well, jurisdictions. And so it, it's, it's basically just flooding, flooding them with, with open records, records requests. And we got one back. Well, I live down here. I mean, I live in South Florida. You, you eventually, uh, struck Pater with, uh, the city of Aventura, but how many different public records requests did you have to file with all the various municipalities? I mean, we have Dade County, Broward County, yeah. and, 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 and dozens, yeah, Dade, if yeah, not Dade more. County, yeah. Dade County Sheriff, Broward Sheriff, um, Geez, Fort Lauderdale, um, Weston. Weston's actually uh, is actually patrolled by the by the by the, by the sheriff. Um, so there, so there's a lot of yeah. It was probably at least a dozen um, that that we filed, and a lot of them didn't get back to us on Monday by till 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 like earlier this week, and we already had the story up. So uh, we just kind of uh, it was probably Aventura. Which looking back at the, at the text messages that were in the open records request, that should have been where I started because uh, because it, that. That city was mentioned in the uh, not no reference to you know the, any anything that happened there, but just that city was mentioned. Um, that so I should have uh, probably should have started there. That was Aventura was probably my tenth, eleventh um, request well, that that I put don't, in. Don't be so hard on yourself. You actually broke the story. You broke two stories. 
Yeah. What was the first story you broke? And then you broke one on Thursday today. We're broadcasting today in the second day of uh, the era of President-elect Trump. But you actually broke two different uh, stories. And can you describe what you found out last week and then what you found out today? Last week, we found out that there was, uh, you know, a second incident, which uh, we we knew about the one in July in in uh, Columbus, uh, right before training camp, and we we found one. Uh, we found one fr- uh, last week, Friday, um, is when we got back. We heard back from uh, Aventura that that there was an incident. It was a three page report. No charges were filed, but um, but the uh, the accuser, who we don't name, but we don't name accusers at USA Today, um, or victims of or alleged victims of domestic. Uh, violence. Um, we we found that she called police, and um, uh, the police came to his apartment in Aventura. And uh, after she she said that she was uh, shoved um, and pushed by uh, by and by Mr. Elliot. Um, so that's that, that's what we found out then. Um, and we follow up follow up to uh, Dave County prosecutors is did, did she, even though that the police didn't arrest him at the time. She was she'd be able to go and pursue the case herself, and she didn't, she did not do that in this instance. She she didn't Columbus, and in today based uh, sorry Thursday today um, we found out that uh, that uh, the NFL, which we've known for a couple of days, but the the NFL we were just kind of uh, vetting it and everything else. The the NFL put a request in well before I did. They put the request in in uh, late September uh, for the same information that that we published uh, last week. Um, about the incident. Okay, so the NFL has been sitting on this information essentially. I think it was since the end of September. Is that right? Yes, yeah, S- September twenty eighth is when the uh, is when the email <laughs> sent. We we don't have the return. I'm sure they processed mine so fast. I think it was probably the same day or a day at, or maybe a day or two after they had it. So um, they, uh, they they were you know that's one thing good about Florida. And once you find the information. As long as it doesn't deal with an autopsy, um, <laughs> you, you usually get it back get it back pretty quickly. I know it's with the uh, Fernandez, which I also covered uh, the, the unfortunate death of the uh, Marlins pitcher. We you kind of you you run up against that. That's the hardest thing for us to get our um, our medical examiner reports usually. Hmm. So what's the NFL assume NFL's investigation is pending now? I mean, do we have comment from them? Do we know where we're at with with that side of the story? Yeah, they're still saying it's open. It's it's still open. Um, we're they, they haven't really changed. Uh, they haven't changed their stance ever since uh, you know when this first happened. In, you know, several months or started started at preseason base or training camp is when we kind of the investigation kind of began in, in, into the regular season. Um, and uh, yeah, there's uh, we also have we I have you know we as a reporter there's I have also have a lot of other open records requests but out there we'll. We'll see if there's anything else out there, but uh, yeah. So this, these, these, are, these are the two that we know about now. Yeah, a- AJ, have you tried contacting the uh, the the girlfriend? And she's described in various reports as not yeah, just a girlfriend, and, yeah, but in a... the nine, yeah, and, and the nine one one call that we got. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have every in a, a lot of some some news organizations, some blogs, unfortunately, have put her name out there. No, um, but, but but have you but spoken yeah, with her? Yeah, no, we have. Uh, no, we have. Uh, we've reached out to her. That's all I can say. She. So we, uh, we, we, we have done that. It's kind of a, you know, we don't, with the victim of domestic violence, um, you know, we, we have to, we're not going to bombard her cell phone every day, but we, we have, what we have been trying to get in touch with her. And I've also tried other means to get a hold of if she has a lawyer. And so far I can't find that she has one, a civil lawyer in, in this case. Got it. So, uh, 
I mean, this this kind of strikes me as an interesting case on the heels of the Josh Brown investigation, where you know the, the NFL seems to have screwed up yet again, and, and uh, you know we had Diana Moskovitz of Deadspin come on and, and point out the seven to ten ways that the NFL botched that investigation, including yeah. the suspension. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and it was like, and I think I, I think you pointed it out on Twitter um, that you know this is this is what. The NFL identified itself this time. The NFL was ahead of the ahead of the reporters this time um, in the email. You know, the email it was this uh, the person identified himself as an NFL representative, an NFL security person. You know, that's and that and it, saying that carries weight, and that that's something that that we found out in uh, in Washington, Washington State, in the uh, sheriff's office that that handled the Josh Brown investigation. Also, no charges there, but you know, the, the documents that came out of that. Um, and that they they couldn't have gotten them any sooner than we we would have as as journalists. But that the NFL, the shield carries weight. And the, the sheriff basically said if they if if they had known, you know, that the NFL was contacting it rather than some guy with a basically just a uh, just a, um, you know, consumer email account mm-hmm. um, that 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 that. You know, they could have uh, briefed him and, you know, the NFL may have exchanged information. We're going to suspend him for this amount of time. What do you think? And, you know, they, without breaking, you know, any open records. Yeah. Uh, you know, at least their policy, you know, they, and uh, they could have got some more information out than, uh, you know, it, it, they got at the same time we did as reporters. And that's kind of, that's not, uh, you know, for, for as many of the former FBI people and uh, police officers that they employ, it's kind of not, not expected, and they even had a they even had a, a, a Seattle a, a, de- a detective from Seattle reach out to reach out to him, and it's kind of it carries more weight when you're who is kind of a freelancing for the NFL, but it carries more weight if you're an investigator for the NFL. You don't have subpoena power, you don't have any more powers than journalists, but you can get at some information maybe that we can't off the record on background that that we that takes us longer to get to. Have you, AJ, have you been uh, denied any information from the city of Aventura or from any of the law enforcement no. agencies? No. How, how? Uh, if you had no, yeah, no, this has been, like, Florida, like I said, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good state to, uh, for, for open records. And they, uh, they, they, they turned over the CD, which, uh, yeah, you know about, yeah. uh, to, to us and, uh, you know, FedExed it, you know, and, you know, it's not, it's a lot of the time it's frustrating. You're going to put in, there's, I probably have FOIA, FOIA requests in and open records requests in yeah. months back. That, that 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 one of these days will pop in my, my inbox or, or it'll be delivered to my house. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. But yeah, this one's pretty straightforward. There, it's it's not open investigation, which is when it's open, it's almost impossible to get information out of it. Um, but when it's when it's closed and there is nothing and there's you know it's just a basic incident report. Those, those are usually easy to get to. Unfortunately, the records. They uh, kept the nine one one call, which which we had, which we had access to as well. So, here we are today. What do we know about uh, about Ezekiel Elliott? We we've learned that he's been involved with multiple incidents of, you know, pushing, shoving, and we've seen the bruises uh, of his ex girlfriend on Deadspin. Where does the NFL go from here? I mean, they 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 have a real uh, delicate situation, not just in how to handle a suspension uh, of any player, but we're talking about a star player. Deep into the regular yeah. season, and and top, African, top rushes the NFL, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, 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 and probably, and African American players are watching. They're seeing Josh yeah. Brown get a game, and yeah, yeah. they're wondering, well, what's going to happen now? So if the NFL suspends him for you know multiple games, 
How does something that, that like that play out? I think the league is in a real difficult situation here. Yeah, where and, where well, do they it, go? It, it's uh, different from Josh Brown in, in this instance. Is that um, you know they you don't have the it's it's different in several ways. One is that it looks like from today's story that we reported, it looks like at least from the letter that the NFL um, the 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 um, information that that they requested in September that they have her cooperation. So that's something that they didn't have in the Josh Brown case. Molly Brown refused to cooperate with the with the investigation by police until the very last minute. By that time, when cases closed, um, and she didn't cooperate at all with the uh, with the NFL. You know, there was ways around the NFL. They could have gone gotten through divorce documents and other and other and, and other things. But the you know, she, I think it appears that she's cooperating um, according to the letter that 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 we put out there today on Thursday. So um, that's one thing, but you, you don't have the volume. There was volumes. There was that, the Josh Brown report was, geez, probably with, them, with all the reports had to be close to hundred pages. And a lot of that stuff was emails from him to friends and everything else. There's no, there's not the paper trail in this case. You have two, in, you have, we have two known incidents. Um, neither of which were, were one was, one was, it wasn't even the one in Florida wasn't even passed on to prosecutors. The one that was in in Washington State was not. Um, they 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 chose not to charge, um, and I, just because with, without the cooperation, um, and so that's that. Those are two things where it's like I know these are two incidents, but there was it seemed with Josh Brown there was a pattern, um, and that's that's why he's not no he's longer in the NFL. I think that was you know they the, the Giants at first were pretty reluctant to to do uh, you know outside of keeping him home that one game and it looked like they were you know, they had his back but it just got the situation got so untenable that you know he led to his uh, you know led to his basically release. Yeah, I see some similarities between the two cases. Not necessarily. Oh, what not really. Happened. Sorry, not really. Sorry, I sorry, I forgot the, the NFL the, the, put it on the commissioner's list. Sorry, I can't say release. So, right. Right. But yeah. Right. Got it. Correction made. Go ahead. Um, sorry. No, that's all right. So, I mean, so some of the reactions yeah. or, or some of the similarities between the two cases to me are really like sort of how the team is reacting. And we saw John Mara's yeah. comments in the Giants case kind of blow back in his face. And, and here again, you know, I wrote down a yeah. couple of quotes from Jerry Jones saying that he knows everything. He's very comfortable that he has the yeah. full story. Um, you know, yeah. Stephen yeah. Jones said that. And, oh, and – and he may, and I'm sure the and he was. Uh, we know that Elliot was interviewed. Um, in by the time he was interviewed in October, the the NFL had this information. Most unless for, got lost in email or something, the NFL had this information. So they entered the, the interview knowing about this Florida incident. It appears so that so they they they, they did they did have that um, in, go, go, going into the interview with uh, with uh, Mr. Elliot. Right. Yeah, and and even so, though, I mean, is it. <sighs> Is it? Is there the possibility, at least, that these comments are going to come back to bite him? You know, if we find out more of of the victim's story here when she was when she was interviewed by the NFL, as opposed to you know just his side of the story with these sort of minimalistic police reports that are out there. Um, because, as you mentioned, this is different from the Josh Brown case, as she's going to be interviewed by the NFL as well. So, I mean, is there a chance yeah. that this backfires in the Cowboys' face? Yeah, the cow. It, there's, I don't see. There was tone deafness that a lot of people thought in in, in Mayor going on the radio, saying we you know it's you know we didn't know it was this bad or it was this much whatever the quote was that you can't domestic violence is domestic violence and um, you know you it's 
they, especially with Josh Brown, this is after everything came out where, you know, maybe, you know, even if Josh Brown didn't give you a whole truth, if he said that the, you know, he's being sought treatment for a problem and so he knew something was there, you know, we don't, I'll tell you these two incidents, you know, it's, and he's young, you know, Josh Brown's closer to my age than I am to Ezekiel Elliott's. There's, so there's, uh, you know, there's, there's more of a paper trail in this, you know, it's uh, in the Josh Brown case. So that, I think that's, there, there, there are still a lot of unknowns that this was two incidents and they're, depend depending on who you talk to, his girlfriend or some or something more more casual. But it's I we we all, all we know now is about like you said, these are two reports that, you know, the even though the one including the first report in Columbus where there was conflicting witness statements were saying that didn't that he had witnesses saying that this didn't happen. Um and here we just have basically the cop the cop said in the in, in, in the report from Florida said that it was he said, she said, and we, there's no obvious physical physical um injuries. So that there was that's one of the reasons why that's basically why they didn't arrest him at that point. But you know, there's there's other incidents out there. I have no idea. Um, but they're you know, so it's it's the NFL's in, in a tough tough place because it's one game for Josh Brown. It was a personal conduct policy violation, not a domestic violence, which is an automatic six game violation. So now it's like you send him six games at this point. It's pretty much puts him out until the last week or two of the season. And if he if this 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 waits until. You know, the, the Cowboys look like a playoff team, the best record in the, in the NFC. If this, if they wait a few more weeks, you're going to talk about losing postseason games. And we shouldn't be. We should. I know we should. We should care. This it doesn't matter if they get it right. They get it right. Um, but uh, you know, the, a lot of the Cowboys fans see this as like, what he was never, never arrested. Why, why suspend him? And that, the NFL doesn't have to follow that. It's a, it has a lower burden. It, it can, it can basically under the under the under the CBA, it can you know impose its will. As far as uh, you know, this kind of policy goes, on whatever, as it wants. So, and you know, if if this is a in a in a vacuum, you know, I'm not sure. You know, if if uh, you know, I'm not Ezekiel Elliott without being without the Josh Brown case and the Ray Rice case. You know, that with if this this, I'm not sure would be uh, would would be viewed a lot differently. Yeah, but but right now we have okay. We're not just talking about one incident here. We're talking about multiple incidents. Um, the woman, you know, showed bruises or had uh, photographs of bruises that were published on Deadspin. I mean, can the NFL really uh, um, kind of push or, or run this out? Uh, basically, go into a four corners offense and push it into the off season. I mean, they've been investigating both incidents for a series of months. Uh, I don't know if they can really sit on it any longer. What else can the NFL be waiting for? What other shoe is there to drop? I don't... I'm not sure. And that's what thing it's like, you know, the NFL's taking its time on this one and they took and uh they kind of uh they they kind of made the decision a lot a lot a lot of people felt on Josh Brown too soon before the you know the before the big release of the documents and they waited 3 4 about 3 more weeks I think. I think about a month after the suspension is when 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 the documents dropped. Um and you know by 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 that time you got like one game suspension. If he had gotten a six-game suspension, would he still be with the with the Giants? I'm not sure, um, but uh, he's on he's on the commissioner's list. And I, th- these things, it's like kind of a uh, you know they there's a PR component there's mm-hmm. to this um, because it's they've 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 uh, you know pe- people people felt that they they they, they mishandled uh, Ray Rice. They they announced the suspension, then the video comes out, and we saw you know it's one thing to see on a you know on a police report, another thing to see it see it and see it like in you know black well, it's black and white in this case i guess it was a surveillance video for ray rice it's 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 nothing to to to, to see it could have been in okay. color or really yeah. any color 
but so that so that so that changed that case. So I'm, I don't know. That's you now we're following up on that. That's 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 the the times we're times we're in right now. Yeah, is there anything on the nine one one call that strikes you as a you know possible uh, you know problem for for Elliot in in terms of a uh, you know public perception? Is is it going to get worse for him? Or is is it a non is the nine one one call uh, a non or a short call or basically a non event? Yeah, is there it anything? was about a fourteen minute call, um, and it pretty much just repeated what was in. There was more. Uh, she did allege, like we have in the story today, that she did allege that he had he had assaulted her two months prior, a couple months prior, another shove, shove or a push um, um, that was similar to what 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 happened in um, you know in, in February in Florida, according to her. So that's, uh, you know, and I, she, she, and she didn't go to police at that point. So that this was basically his, would have been his final year at Ohio State. Like, we don't know when, where this happened. It wasn't reported to police. Um, so we don't have, a, it doesn't seem like there's, um, you know, wh- there's anything to, uh, you know, other, other than, than her word is, you know, I, there's, there's no paper trail for that if, if that actually, if, if, if that occurred. You, you know, and during the course of your investigation, you must have been wondering to yourself, geez, there are quite a few going on here in July and September. Did you try to maybe take a broader, a longer range view going back a couple of years? Um, or were you only focused on the on the on the matter at hand? Uh, well, you focus on what, what you have at first. But, yeah, we I can't go into what where, where we're going next or but we. Uh, Pretty much everything that we're, we are, we're able to report has been reported uh, so far, and we're still digging. So, AJ, can you talk a little bit more about uh, the Columbus incident specifically? You mentioned that there were these witnesses. Do we know who these witnesses were, how they relate to Elliot, and you know how they fit into that whole picture? Yeah, there were there were a lot of texts between Elliot and uh, the alleged victim. There were witnesses were Ezekiel Elliot's friends. Who uh, who uh, gave affidavits that conflicted with the uh, with conflicted with um, uh, with what uh, the alleged victim uh, told police. So that, that was basically uh, that was that was basically it. And there was and there was also a, a fight that occurred between uh, between that where she may have suffered and out, she may have suffered these injuries that were you know she may have suffered them outside of the outside of a um, uh, a bar or restaurant. Um, but yeah, so there was, so there was, you know, that, that, that case there, there were, there were, you know, there were, there were two, two versions given, um, not, not by the, the alleged victim, but there were two versions, what Elliot and his friends said and what, um, and what other, and, and, and what she said. Got it. So there was actually a, like a separate fight. Is that what you're saying? This wasn't a fight with. Elliot, yeah, right? it was <laughs> like, yeah, it was separate. It was a separate one. And, the, and that, that, that was also a, that that was also in the police documents it was it, it, it was alleged but um yeah there's no uh but you know, it's kind of hard in these cases where you know these have so many and you don't uh and these witnesses a lot of them are friends with friends of elliot so it's kind of um you know you have to i mean they could be totally accurate and you have to take them at face value but there's you know there's yeah so that's that's absolutely I mean, there's so much going into these and yeah. E- yeah that and you know they if there was no other evidence, you know, they may have brought charges. It doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen. Exactly. You I know. mean, uh, we all, yeah, if you, you, you're, you're lawyers, you, you know that just because there's not charges brought, it doesn't mean you're guilty. And even if you're guilty, you have to be proven it in court of law and it's a burden of proof. And we haven't even, yeah, there's not that. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. go ahead, Dan. 
No, AJ, you know, this this starts to, you know, bear many of the hallmarks of, you know, some of the other, you know, domestic violence and sexual violence cases, even though this wasn't sexual violence, we're talking about someone who's not exactly uh, a close girlfriend or a spouse, somebody who's more of a casual friend. And I've, I've read some of the reports that, 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 that describe her as a friend with benefits. Yes. Uh, I'm beginning I'm beginning to, you know, expect the other shoe to drop in the form of a civil lawsuit. Have you yeah. learned yeah, of thing. any civil no. litigation? No, not yet. And I and I've been and I've been calling around a lot of the people who do that those cases in you, uh, in, in in Columbus and then the lawyers I've talked to and the ones who've gotten back to me haven't heard anything. Um, and searching court documents in uh, around that area, I don't see anything filed. Um, have, but how yeah, about, but, but how about Florida? For? How about have you checked uh, Miami Dade well, County? They, they don't. Um, no, yeah, I have. Um, but yeah, I've Broward and yeah, I've, I've checked those documents and um, but it's there's not or or the, the the dockets there and there's I don't see anything. Um, and yeah, I think I I think they were both uh, Ohio residents. Um, you know, even though he's from Missouri originally, I don't. I think that I would most likely be filed there. Um, so that's where kind of you know that's that's where the civil case without and we don't as USA Today's policies we don't we don't write report about alleged lawsuits. We have to wait till they're filed. Um, so there's, so that's, uh, and, you know, it, that's, that's where, even if we may be, we may get some information more from a lawyer saying, yeah, we're, we're going to file a certain day. I'm like, well, that's great. Until it, until it, it, it hits, it hits the, um, court website, you know, I, we can't report on it anyway. So. Right. And they're well within the statute of limitations oh, yeah. still, yeah. uh, on both, both exactly. counts. So, um, <clears throat> that may be something that's coming. One, one thing that I wanted to talk about that we, we just kind of brushed on earlier was this confrontation uh, between Jerry Jones and NFL investigator, domestic violence yeah. expert, Lisa Friel. Uh, can you explain to us what, what happened there and, and what do you make of that? Uh, it was, uh, it was, I think it was a Cowboys, was it, was that, was that AT&T stadium? I have to look back at my notes here. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. So it, it was this, uh, oh, I think uh, um, it was a, Witness that uh, Jerry Jones had got an argument with Friel, so um, uh, so that's uh, so that that's basically what it was. we don't I don't know, we don't know what uh, you know we don't know what how deep the conversation was or what the reaction to it, it, it was, but um, you know as far as what what it means to Elliot, I'm not sure. Got it. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I've read a few different reports on it. One of them said that he told her that your quote unquote your bread and butter. It's yeah. gonna get both of us, both of us thrown on the street, um, yeah. you know, which isn't a great look. But there was also yeah. other witnesses there, I guess, that said it, it didn't come across as hostile like that. Um, but again, it's sort of a, well, looking at which witness you're going to follow. So, yeah, 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 it was, yeah, it was, uh, it was a report from yeah, ESPN magazine. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, it's troubling in a, in the sense that uh, Jerry Jones appears to be putting, trying to put his thumb on the scale of justice, and yeah. you know, he's he's interfering or, yeah, or at least that, yeah, yeah, and that's not a good look because that's you know it's supposed to be independent, it's supposed to be done, you know, you know meticulously and without influence of the teams, and that. that well, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're talking about independence. We have a Dallas Cowboys owner accosting or trying to interfere with an NFL investigator who's a lifelong Giants fan. And here we have a reporter based in Washington Redskins country. Can we? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, well, it, I, I and I grew up a Rams fan and then and then they moved from L.A. to St. Louis. Now they're back. But so I really don't have a team. So I really as far as this as far as the NFL goes, I'm uh, really have no allegiances. <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, this this all does kind of go back to the identity of owners and all the disciplinary power vested in an owner or 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 commissioner appointed by owners with whom he has varying degrees of close or distant relationships. Yeah. You're seeing, and, and and Jerry Jones is probably outside of the mayor is maybe even more powerful now than than that than he's probably arguably the one most two or three top the the, the most powerful owners in the NFL. Yeah, and unfortunately, this sounds like, you know, the, the discipline that's meted out is going to bear some relationship to, you know, what, you know, what, what's my what's the relationship between the league and the owner? What's good for business? There, there yeah. seem to be all these uh, collateral and external considerations that might be coming into play, given his star power, uh, the, 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 the duration in the, or the, the point in the time in, 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 in the season. Where this is occurring, you know, right before the playoff push, he's a top top leader in jersey sales. I mean, this raises a whole host of like selective enforcement and 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 consistency issues with with discipline. What what do you think would be the ideal way of handling something like this, where you have an uncharged allegation that hasn't been proven in court, uh, with with a player who did all this stuff before he even became an NFL player? Yeah, that's another thing. It's like how do you how do you, you know, this this all happened. After Ohio State, he was not, you know, he, he even, I think he, the documents, he was listed as unemployed, which he was. He was not, he wasn't drafted until, until uh, a few, a couple months later. So, and he then, he's then the contract and everything else. He, so, this incident happened, you're right. So, do they take it into account? Um, and do they, obviously, the July one, yeah, um, it was, uh, we, you know, he was, uh, he was, he was an, basically an employee, a contract, you know, he had a contract with with the Dallas Cowboys, so you, you you know how do you how do you handle that? And that's another thing. It's like you know he was, you know he this this one in, in February happened before he was with the Cowboys. So how how why there, there's the there's the, the angle. How do you how do you how do you punish somebody who wasn't even part of the team? Right, and I think we've seen that Goodell do that before with another Ohio State uh, player. Was it Terrell yeah. Pryor with the yeah tattoo thing that he yeah. Like basically yeah, preemptively suspended that him. And was, that... Yeah, you know, and and you can, yeah, and and you can, you can, you can test positive at the combine, and you know, and and there's, uh, you know, there's consequences for that too. So there, there, there is precedent of uh, taking, taking your your conduct before you become an NFL player um, officially and you know, getting punished. All right, AJ. I know. I know you've you've got to run shortly, yeah. but uh, I want to leave you with a final uh, final question. I mean, this is still a fluid situation, and uh, and Dan will have final question too. We'll give you two final questions. Where do you see this ending up this year? Do you see a suspension? And if so, do you see a suspension this year? If so, what is the duration of the suspension? Or does this just get punted into the off season? I have no idea with this case. I mean, it's this is uh, this. They've no. They the the interview took place last month in October. Um, you know, they had information since late September for everything that 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 we know about. I um, there may be some there there may be a, a, other stuff out there um, that they're still looking into. Which I, I'm there. I guess there you have to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. Maybe there's some other mm-hmm. stuff they're looking into right now. That's why it's still open. But you know, you have you run up against the thing where this after Ray Rice, they created a six game ban for an NFL and an NFL player who who was uh, even a. Prove if it's not not even convicted, but you know something alleged and likely have happened. You can they can they can give him a six game suspension. You know, and that, that's you kind of paint yourself into a corner. It, it it was a good thing from a PR standpoint, but you're you know this is a six games and six games or uh, outside of Josh Brown, we saw he got one game, but on a different policy. But it's six games or nothing. 
you know, or six games or more, really, at yeah. least six games. So that's, you know, that's what you have to do. If, if that's, you know, that it's not, a, it's not, I don't, it's a, it's a tough position to be in. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't, it could be pushed back into the postseason, or sorry, in the off season. Um, I don't know if this is, if the investigation is still ongoing and, and they're, they're having, I don't think they're going to, you know, I hope, I think, I, I think most people think that, you know, if, the, if, if it's going to go that long, it's, there's a reason for it. And we don't know if they're, you know, this is, I don't think it's going to be a PR move or, or a competitive advantage move to, to do so. Yeah. I think it's going to get. I think it's going to be whitewashed. I, I don't see any possibility that the suspension will come out uh, in the latter part of the NFL season. The league can create all these different justifications for why it's taking so long. You can. You, yeah. you, they're the, they're they're in control of their own investigation. They can just yeah. simply extend the investigation, suspend them. Uh, you know, during training camp, the beginning of next season, they're not going to do it now with the Cowboys uh, near the top of the league playing well, the rookie duo. I, I think they're going to bury this. For the time being, until it's convenient and good for business for the league to do something about it and maybe meet out a one-game, two-game suspension. I just don't see it happening this season. Yeah, and yeah, we've my- we've seen that before, and you know we've seen three suspensions now under this new policy. None of them have actually met the six-game yep. standard. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, there's mitigating circumstances built into the policy. Although cases like Josh Brown really question whether those mitigating circumstances were hit, but Goodell is fitting them in there somehow. So. Um, cowboy fans are listening. There's, you know, six games may not, it may be less than that. And also there's uh, appeal options for him built into that and exactly. federal so, appeal. So yeah. it, it, even yeah. if and it happens, it may not, you know, and in this, and in this me, we may see another lawsuit in Minnesota out of this federal lawsuit. Field. Exactly. I have one final <laughs> question. Very sure. important. Uh, so I learned today that AJ is competing in his third world's toughest mutter competition this weekend. And I, my question is, what is the most difficult obstacle? Or the oh. worst obstacle, I would say. Uh, probably the one I put on Twitter. Um, they change it up every year. This year may be even tougher. It's when you basically swing and um, you, see, you uh, swing off a trapeze and from about 30 feet up above water and you try to hit a bell. And you can't use your feet anymore. So that, so, and they're going to make that one tougher this year. I, maybe I still have the coordination for that one. But that, that's one the tougher ones and they always have an electroshock one yeah I've heard i really about that dislike one. those Ugh. don't mean they last year was you had to you had to fit a pipe through uh through a hole that's electrified a steel pipe and if you hit if you hit the side of the if you hit the side of the uh um the hole you get because your feet are in water of course yeah you, <laughs> you you get shocked so that oh, i didn't gosh. i don't like this i don't like the electroshock ones very much but um yeah the, the ones for strength and that's 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 okay I, but yeah so coordination ones i can i can usually do okay at but yeah just i don't like the electroshock well good luck that sounds all right thanks crazy and we uh yeah. we appreciate you coming on the call and thanks again keep up the great work thanks. thank you aj it was a Bye, pleasure Dan, to speak Dan. to you as always and uh you'll want to follow aj on twitter at by aj perez uh, he's been doing a lot of great work lately, breaking stories on the um, Ezekiel Elliott case and, and, and so much more. And I know he's going to have a few more uh, good pieces coming up. So I would definitely um, stay on his Twitter account and, and, and check him out. And good Thanks luck this weekend. Me. All right. I appreciate it.